Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM. The fan. Hop aboard the crazy train with Ozzy and Midwestern Shooter Supplies <laughs> Cutting Edge Outdoors uh, with Tom Newbauer, John Lehman. That's me just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get through this. Of course, this is one of the smoother ones. You know, you know, people ask me a lot. They say, is that guy drunk? <laughs> Meaning you. And I know that's just John. <laughs> no. Yeah, sobering up from last night. So I don't know if you call that, that drunk or not. But uh, that, that all depends on, oh, on whether you drink in the morning. Uh, who do you got on the line? We have Al Sharp. Oh, great. Hey, Al, how you doing today? Good morning. Oh, gentlemen. Al Shook. We got Al, Al Shook. Shook. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Al. Hey, are you how hunting did, with Danny today? Guys, good to oh. hear you this morning. Yeah, you're not hunting with Danny today. He's going with some friends, I guess. No, I'm on yeah. my way to Sheboygan. I'm going to judge dairy goats at the fair today. So Dairy goats, huh? You know a lot, little bit about dairy goats? Oh, yeah. I know, more, I know more than a little bit. I've raised them for 25 years. Oh, did so. you really? Yep. Well, how about that? Yeah. Surprise, surprise, eh? Yeah, yeah. So what's on your mind, Al? I was calling to talk about the hunting seasons that started on uh, on Thursday, September 1st. Yeah. We had the opening of the dove, opening of the early teal, and, of course, the early season for goose. Yep. And that's and what that's what Bushy, Bushy's doing right now. Is, is that right? Yeah, he's goose no, hunting. Goose, not moose. Yeah, not moose, goose. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, just a reminder for everyone, with the Go Wild system, you still need to go or get from the DNR a federal migratory stamp. Can you do that over the Can you do that over the computer? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the problems with the new Go Wild system is, in the past, you were able to buy multiple stamps for collection.
exemptions yeah. or to have extra for people that show up and want to go hunting and don't have a stamp. Yeah. Yeah. Now with the Go Wild system, they've they've got to repair it, but it'll only sell one stamp per customer ID number for the whole year. So if you want to buy additional stamps, you either have to send a letter or go to a DNR service station itself in order to buy those extra buy those extra stamps. All right. But I know they've got important that you know steel shot. If you're on state property for doves, and of course, deal shot for the deal in the goose season. But uh, you've got to make sure that you've got those stamps. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Al. They, they, they got a number of little glitches that they have to work out. I would have thought that after several years of working on this, they would have had all that stuff figured out. Well, I don't want to defend them, but the very fact is that they've had over a couple of billion bits of information that they had to transfer from the old system to the new system. Oh, yeah, I know. It was a lot of work, and, yeah. And, yeah, and there are still some things that just, just plain got missed. And what they, they call them patches, and they're able to, to perform a patch or put a patch on the system when they have more than two or three items because they have to pay a vendor so much money in order to, to upgrade the system. Oh, okay. That's so it. every few weeks or every every month or so, they've got a list of things that need to be, you know, repaired or fixed or changed, and that's that's what they do with these patches. But for current updates and things that they've got to report on, and what happens is check the DNR website, and then you can go to the Go Wild system, and it'll tell you what what to watch out for, this is what you need, you can't get here, that type of a thing, you know, with a repair coming in the near future. So, All right. Well, we got that cleared up. Well, I hope so. I, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the warden force wasting their time looking for federal stamps that aren't signed or so on and so forth. Hey. You know, I want them to be safe, and I want them to just have a good time driving around on the state dollar. Hey, do you know? <laughs> Do you know the the new warden's name on Pewaukee Lake? Well, he's in Waukesha County, but they've seen him on Pewaukee Lake. I'm sorry, I met him once, and I'll be I'll be darned right now. I can't recall his name. About oh. two minutes after we're done talking, it'll come to me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to call uh, Matt Grappi and find out who this guy is. Get him in the studio here, and so we can, uh, you know heckle him a little bit you know <laughs> get get them used well, to us guys <laughs> yeah we don't we don't discriminate right we that's all the work that's right so. we we pick on everybody <laughs> all right yep. all right well thanks for calling al and setting us straight on that gentlemen have a great day john keep up the good work my all right man. take take care Al. okay take bye-bye care. god bless yeah also opening up um bear season opens wednesday september 7th for bait sitters September 14th for Houndsman in the appropriate zone. On Saturday, September 17th, see, uh, 17th the season opens uh, for archery deer hunting, ruffled, ruffed grouse, turkeys, squirrels, cottontails, and crows. The youth duck hunt is set for Saturday, I mean, for excuse me, for September 17th and 18th. And the northern duck zone opens Saturday, uh, September 24th. Um so anyway, there's a lot of stuff opening in September, and uh, hopefully that's Bushy calling and letting us know how he's doing. No, not him, huh? 
Well, see, Bushy knew that, you know, Al, Al has always got good information, and he knew that Al would be on it for a few minutes, and that's probably why Bushy hung up. He he was on hold for a while, but maybe a goose came flying, and he had to, you know, hang up the phone and shoot a goose. Maybe during the next break we'll give him a call. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Hanging up the phone, what was he calling from his hotel room? No, well, you know what I meant, uh, hanging <laughs> up his, his, his uh, Captain Kirk beam-me-up phone. <laughs> I should I should make fun. I have one of those too, a little flip phone. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, I only need a phone to make calls, receive calls, and to take messages. I don't need it to take pictures, to text, to tweet, to whatever else you do on Snapchat, videos. I don't need any of that stuff. Maybe this is Bushy calling back. I don't need that stuff. I don't use that stuff. So just to make calls and receive calls, that's all I need it for, you know? And you know what? It's kind of nice. I don't have that phone always pinging and dinging and doing whatever. You know. I just don't carry mine. Yeah, you just don't carry it. I, I carry I mine say. when. No. Oh, we got my son Nick on the line right now. Good morning, Nicholas. Good morning. Or should How are you guys I? Doing this today? Good. Good. Or should Nick. I? Or should I call you Sergeant Meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Meatballs reporting for duty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, down by you, it's uh, what ten after five, roughly, huh? Yep, ten after five. Yeah. It's still dark out. The sun is not even coming up yet, and it's uh, a balmy eighty-three degrees. A balmy eighty. Nice. Yeah, and going up to a hundred. Yep. Yeah, I know it because yesterday you guys had a hundred and two. I read that. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, now. Now you're a you're a big bow hunter. Arch, you'll be up here for the archery season in October. Uh, yeah, actually, the second week in November. Or oh, uh, November. So hopefully, I'll be in the, the heart of the rut. Yeah. That's right. In November. That's right. I forgot. And uh, now you've been. Now you do a lot of practicing with your bow, right? Yep. But what did you do to get your bow ready for the season? What are you gonna do? What have you done? What would you recommend people to do to get their bow in peak operating performance? Uh, so I did it already about a couple weeks ago. And, uh, so I, you know, I try to shoot throughout the year. That's the one thing I can do that all year long here in Arizona, but sometimes, you know, that bow just sits in, you know, in the bow case in the closet for a long time. So when I take it out, the first thing I always check is the string. Okay. Um, make sure that there's no fraying or, you know, in the cams and everything that it's not rubbing. And you just check the string to make sure it's not fraying and, and looks damaged. Um, uh, big tip is to obviously all you bow hunters probably know is wax your bow. You'll get a lot more mileage on that string if you if you consistently wax it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and I thought I might have needed a new string this year because I saw a little bit of a fray. So anyway, I just took it into the local archery shop. Uh, the guy gave it a once over and he he said that I got at least two more seasons in that string. So oh wow, he gave me, yeah, it gave me peace of mind and. Uh, uh, but we also he found some other stuff that was wrong. The, the D loop on the string where your your release clips on mm-hmm. uh, that was he said on its last leg, and he said probably would have a couple more pullbacks, and that thing would have busted off. So replace <laughs> that. Um, and then I like to do a once over on all all my uh, components on the bow. So for example, I've been ha- I was having problems with my peach sight. I had one of the old old ones that had that that rubber tube that connected to the peep mm-hmm. so pull back to it straighten out. So I took that when I was in the archery shop, uh, he showed me all the new different types of peep sites. And so I got a new one put on and it's just, it's a little circle there's, and it kind of attaches into the, the string separates and it goes in there. So when you pull back, 
it turns the way it's supposed to turn. There's no tubing, and it lines up perfectly. Oh, really? Wow. wow. And uh, and just with my practicing, it has improved my accuracy and my grouping and everything way better than that old one. So that was that was a big one for me this year. Um, some of the other things too, because do I you, excuse me, do you, oh yeah, Nick, do you know where that was made or who made it? Ah. Uh, and available in what store that you bought it at? It was the store was a little local archery shop, but I think they're at all the stores like Cabela's, Bass Pro, Sportsman's, and all that. And Midwestern um, Shooter Supply. Oh yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're there. I want to think it was the brand G5. Okay. But there's all different brands, and it's basically just a little circle. And it, it, they split your string, and it goes into there. It's pretty common in a lot of bows. My bow is about, I don't know, five years old now. So I had one of those original types of peep sights on there. Um, and you can get the actual hole in all different, like, uh, sizes. So you can have – so when you pull back and look into it, it can be a smaller – so, like, when you're looking, the – it covers or goes right around the whole bullseye. It can get bigger, bigger. Like, you can get different sizes and different diameters of what you want to look through. Very cool. Um, now, yeah. and, and you've got pins, right, that you, you're looking through at? Yeah, yep. The site yeah. has pins. That, I was actually just going to talk about that. Is uh, You want to check all the components because I do, you know, I travel from Arizona, Wisconsin with my bow, so it's on a plane banging around and everything like that. I always go through everything and make sure everything's tight. Like, let's say your arrow rest, make sure that's tight, your sight. And also check those pins on your sight, um, that there's no loose parts or anything's rattling. And uh, if there's any cracks on the plastic or or on broken pins, because those fiber optic tips um, are subject to getting cracked or even coming loose. So you want to check that stuff uh, periodically. If you do traveling with your bow, is it, big because it's getting jarred around in that plane and everything. Now, before you go deer hunting with your bow, do you like you know when you're by the cabin or whatever? Do you take a couple of shot practice shots at something first? Uh, yeah, we we bring we always bring a target up, and mm-hmm. let's say you know we you know maybe not right before we go. Well, out. yeah, yeah, because it's dark then. <laughs> <laughs> but when we come back and we, you know, I call it halftime, we come back, have, you know, lunch, go back a couple beers. Yeah, well, I'll go back there and shoot and make sure everything's still aligned. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's raining or something, you know, or you, you knock your bowl around, I mean, stuff might get jarred around. It's always good to take a couple shots and see where you're at. Yeah, take them the day before, you know, and yeah, yeah. just to make sure everything's okay. Yep. Well, well, I hope this year, Nick, uh, you get one this year. Yeah, I think I will. I think, uh, be a good year in Wisconsin for deer hunting and yeah I think it's gonna be great and I, I think I'll be in the heart of that rut again which always helps so yeah because you know your brother-in-law Bobby that one year got that monster 14 pointer and maybe you never hear the end of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey he earned 14 point bear buck buck are we talking about buck deer, no deer hunting John. when did we switch no, we we never we haven't been talking. We were talking about bear earlier. You saw that video of the guy spearing the bear, right? I I did not. Go on YouTube and look up uh, 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 Alberta black bear speared or something like that. Guy okay. spears black bear. You know, watch the video; it's pretty cool. So. I will check that out. All right. Well, Nick, thanks for calling this morning. Now yeah, you no got problem. now you got to go do your grocery shopping. <laughs> 
Actually, I did that yesterday. I'm actually going to wake these kids up and take them out for a walk when the sun's coming up here before it gets too hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, give the little ones a kisses for me, and uh, we'll talk to you later, okay? We'll do it. Hey, John. Yes, hang Nick. Hang in there, man. It's good hearing you. I listen to you guys every week, and hang in there. All right, thank you. All right. No problem. God bless. Bye, Nick. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, he he uh, he listens to the show usually on a Monday when he's walking, doing his hiking or something. You know, he'll yeah. listen to the Saturday show on Monday. <laughs> he always <laughs> does every week, and he always has comments for me, good <laughs> or bad. <laughs> so, okay, we got to go to a break, folks. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. And when it comes to your bows, I'm sure they got all this stuff that Nick was talking about. Yes. I'm sure they do. We'll be right back with more. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. I think this guy's been drinking. <laughs> no, he's been drinking and something else. Oh, you're, we are coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. Bushy called. Just before the commercial break, I mean, right starting it, and... Uh, we thought he was the contestant. Greg Greg said he's got bad timing. <laughs> but then again, Bushy probably thought the break was over. Hey, you know, yeah. how could these guys never get their beers, beards lit on fire? I don't know. <laughs> They're as screwed up as they always were. Oh, I don't know if they were. I don't. I mean, I don't know what, what they did, what they didn't do. I, I have no idea. I just like their music. I just like their stuff. It's simple, basic, you know, nice beat and rhythm, whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. You know, I thought I was going to have to go to Anchors Away. Uh, my son Chris and I, for his boat, uh, we went halfsies on a new locator for the council. Now, my wife says, why are you going half with him? And I said, because I use his boat more than he does. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I should pay half of it. Anyway, we bought a new uh, Lawrence locator. And when I called Lawrence, they told me that the transducer plug-in for the locator should be the same as the transducer we got on now on this boat, okay? Right. Should be. Yeah. No, yeah, should be. Said. And he said, and if the power you know, cord is not the same, it comes with a power cord. It comes with tr- transducer. And you can always splice in the power cord, the new one. And I'm thinking... Oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to run that thing all the way through the gunnel to the back. I'm going to have to be replacing a transducer or just splicing in a power cable. Oh, my. You know, the previous mount had three holes. This one's got four. I was able to use one of the holes and then just drill three other holes. That's all I had to do. Why? Because the plug-ins for the transducer and the power cord both fit. Perfectly. So it took me like 10 minutes to take off the old one, put on the new one, bada bing, bada boom, all done. And it's that new, uh, Lawrence's new hook series. They got a whole different numbers of hook series, you know. 
and we don't we don't need a lot of fancy stuff. You know, GPSing, plotting, and whatever. Tell me where I am on the planet. I, we don't really need that. Now, Ron Heidenreich, our advertising manager, and you can, by the way, you can always find out where to contact him if you want to advertise on a show at uh, CEO. It's you know what is it? CEOguys.com. Yeah, CEOguys.com. You can go on our website there. Uh, and also, if you want to email us live during the show, just go to CEOguys at yahoo.com, or you can always call us at 414-799-1250. And I promise we will have that Twitter account so that people can tweet us. Would you like that, Greg, that people tweeting us right there on a computer? Uh, Twitter to me is... Uh, um, but a lot of people do that, though. You know, they, they tweet stuff. It, they do, and it's very in the moment. But if you're not in that moment and you're right. not looking at it, right. it's just a cluster. But for, but for the show, it would be fine. Yeah. Because you could, you know, they could call, you know, tweet questions or comments and it would pop up on your screen, right? Why would it be yeah. fine? For the show, because it would be it would be something easier than them trying to type out, you know, uh, well, they gotta still have the to same, type it out. They still yeah, got to type it keyboard. out. But I think it would. Facebook, they, Facebook would be easier. Facebook? A Facebook page would be easier. Like you can create a Facebook page that has, you know, celebrities, CEO guys, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. they can, can make comments to your Facebook page, and then it's stored. Because yeah. when they if they tweet you, yeah, it goes into a log, and if you have to find it then afterwards. Oh, so I shouldn't get the twit, the tweeter, the Twitter. You should make a what Facebook page. Twit. <laughs> the you twit. Twit. <laughs> yeah, you should make a Facebook page because then they can ask you questions on Facebook. Oh, forget the tweets. Go to Facebook. Go to Facebook. Facebook's a lot easier. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have uh, Bob, Bushy's friend, work on that. All right? We'll have him work on that. Um, John. Go. Over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, you know, you guys have got all the different live baits, minnows, all different kinds of minnows, and uh, you've got nightcrawlers, waxworms, redworms, leafworms, all that stuff, right? And uh, you still rent boats, boats and motors, 60 bucks a day. That's all day, sun up, sun down. Uh, you even got, are those grills, those gas grills, those are operational, right? So if people rent a boat and they want to come in for lunch, they can use one, right? Fire up some hot dogs or whatever. Okay. And, and of I, course, I don't say anything. I just nod I know, my I know, head. I know you're nodding. And also, well, what's really nice, though, is that Curly's Waterfront Pub is just, you know, a few steps away from Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. So people, Kitty Corner. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, no, it's Kitty Corner. I heard a guy on the TV the other day call it Caddy Corner. Yeah. And I it's always not, say Kitty Corner. And yeah. People correct me and say it's Caddy Corner. No. It depends what, where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. They say that different parts of America use different terms. Really? Kitty Corner, Caddy Corner, stuff like that. So it's the same Bubbler, thing. Right? It's like soda or pop or yeah. oh. cola. Bubbler, just water fountain. Yeah, just different people use different terms. <laughs> okay, but it's the same thing. Okay, so Kitty Caddy Corner <laughs> from Smokey's is Curly's Waterfront Pub, which, by the way, next week starts. Greg, you got to be on top of this. You got to make some kind of uh, sheet up, you know, on a computer for our football picking contest. Are you are you familiar with that? Were you here last year? When we were I was here? not here last year. I heard that you did. Yeah, we do. A, Explain it though. Yeah, we do a football picking contest where we have one contestant a week uh, that all they have to do is tie or beat us in our picks, and we go by the point spread. And if they tie or beat us this year, you are going to win 
a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. And uh, that that's a that's a great deal. And and you know what? Everybody wins. <laughs> Honestly, God, everybody wins every week because it's very easy to tie or beat us. And all we do is we pick the the Northern Division games, you know, the division the Packers are in, and the Wisconsin game. Those are the only games we pick. So some weeks it could be three games, some weeks it could be five, some weeks it could be two. You know, you never know. It all depends on who's playing who in the Northern Division and, of course, Wisconsin. And, uh, and of course, you know, today at 2.30, where I'm, I know you're going to be working, Greg, mm-hmm. but John will be sleeping. Yep. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sitting in front of my TV watching the Badgers and LSU. And here's my tip of the week. Now, next week we start the, the big, you know, football picking contest and we get a, a new contestant every week. Um, and then we see who's going to win at the end of the year. The first two years, I won. The second two years, Bushy won. So we'll see what happens, you know, this year. But Ella, here's my tip, folks. LSU, the early line was LSU was favored by 10 points. I am recommending. It's now, 10 and a half right now. Oh, 10 and a half right now. Now, I'm recommending you don't have to follow me. This is just for fun because I don't have any money on it, okay? But if I was a betting man, I'm going to take LSU, and I'm thinking that LSU is going to win by 17 to 23 points, depending on how kind Les Miles wants to be to us. <laughs> he could run it up. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I hope the Badgers win. I hope, but I kind of would have to put my money on LSU. So anyway, we got to go to a break. When we come back, we are going to do the trading post. All right, and the trading post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellent. Okay, we're coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attracted Studios, and on the line is the one and only co-host of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, the Mo- the Bushmeister. Bushy's on the we line. We hope, we hope, we hope, we hope. Yeah. Hey, Bushy. Hey, what's up, guys? So. Hey, you guys hanging in there okay? I really miss not being with y'all. I'm sitting on the field here near Edgerton. Yeah. We got the decoys out, sitting with couple guy we got four people here and a nice dog uh but we have no geese yet no geese uh, yet huh? no geese yet yeah they haven't been seeing a whole lot uh in uh in in recent weeks although i guess there were 15 down here on the field yesterday uh, there were one flock we did hear coming through but it uh they went across the road so, why, uh, why did they cross the road? Why did the goose cross the road? Well, evidently they wanted to get to the other side, and they did. But we're hoping they decide to come back this way. But yeah. beautiful day out here. I was uh, listening before when I was on hold to Al Shook talking yeah. about the stamps and stuff. And let me tell you, I haven't bought a goose permit ever in my life. So when I, when I went online to look it up, oh, my God, you got to buy five things. you got to buy your small game license. The goose hunting license, the hunter information permit or whatever hip thing, and then the federal stamp and the Wisconsin stamp. Five things you got to buy. Fifty-six bucks it cost me. Well, so, well, you better get a couple of goose for that. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I'm right. I'm thinking of whacking a couple of the pigeons off the top of the barn over there. I'm looking at. I'm thinking <laughs> they'd be better eating than the geese anyway. So. Yeah. Hey, you know, Danny, did, did you get my message during the week? I I, I gave you misinformation about shot size. Did you yes, get that I message? Did. Yeah. Okay. I went. It, I went and uh, picked up some uh, BB. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. I got three inch, three inch BB. After so you tore up boxes. your barrel. Yeah. Two boxes of shells. All I need is a goose to shoot at here. Yeah, really. And you probably don't even need two boxes. All you need is one shot because you're a crack shot. Well, yeah, that <laughs> goes without saying, of course. But, you know, after shooting at those, shooting those clays, you know, a goose I think will be a little bit easier anyway. So. Yeah, they're a lot bigger than that clay clay pigeon or clay bird, whatever they call oh, them. Yeah. God. yeah, those things move too fast. So, um, anyway, uh, we'll we'll hit it this morning if we don't get anything i brought a grill in the back of my truck and some johnsonville brats (laughs) matter of fact scott wanted to bring the grill right down here by the field i think he's sleeping in a lawn chair right now actually oh Oh, geez it's really hardcore hunting here pretty tough you know not just anybody's in physical shape to do this. You got to train. Yeah. Well, it, it's a beautiful morning. It's cool enough, you know. I mean, it's nice. You know? And one thing that you got to bring, though, I forgot to bring the Coleman insect repellent. In fact, I just swallowed a mosquito. Oh, did it taste good? So if you heard me choking there a second ago, that's what it was. <laughs> I didn't have time. <laughs> I couldn't spit it out. I had to swallow it. Out. Oh, God. That's good yeah. protein for you. Yeah. So oh. I'll probably got that Zika virus coming on now. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, uh, was Al out hunting when he called? Was he bird hunting? Or No, he was going up to uh, Sheboygan to... Uh, he's up there oh. for the meeting. No, no, no. It's uh, He's he's a judge oh. in uh, goats, oh, yeah. dairy goats. He's a goat judge? Yeah, did you know he raised dairy goats? Yes, that I knew. For, for like 25 years, he said? Goats. Dairy yeah. goats. Well, yeah. all I know is when I was a kid, my brother had uh, eczema, so he had to drink goat milk. So evidently there's still a big market for the goat milk. Well, I know <laughs> they make a lot of goat cheese, so there's got to be a market for it somewhere. How do you judge a good goat? I don't, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But Al's an expert on it, huh? Yeah, he is. <laughs> He knows all about that, but yeah, you ought to you ought to knock you some. You know your goats, you get out. Yeah, yeah. If you see any pigeons fly by, knock them How out of the deep sky. Is the cliff. All I know is goats. You don't turn your back on them. I have been told that years ago. My dad said on the farm there was some city boy who came, and he said they didn't like him anyway. He was some football player from the city, high school age, and walking around flexing his muscles trying to impress the girls, and he turned his back on the farm goat. And he says that goat hit him from behind and sent him flying. There's <laughs> the heck he said he loved the goat after that. Oh God! Took that guy down a notch or two. So yeah. Hey, yo, hey. are you are you ready for uh, the start of next week's football picking contest? Brought oh, to you that's by. That's right. I got to repeat. Uh, it'll be a three-peat for me. Well, I'm gonna Once do. I... I'm gonna do my best to knock you off that pedestal. Okay. Did anyone win the hornswoggle? Yes, I, I gave him three easy questions. Three easy questions. Yeah, so, the guys here are telling me they listen to the show and they say those questions are normally pretty easy. I said we try to make them easy. Yeah, we want so, people to win. So I will email you his uh, name and address. Okay. Yep, that sounds good. And then so after, uh, if I strike out on the geese today, I'm going to try probably do some musky fishing tomorrow. So 
Um, should be should be a good weekend next weekend. I'll be back in the saddle with you guys. So okay, we're um, looking forward to it. All right. Well, if we happen to shoot anything here in between now and uh, the end of the show, other than a pigeon, I'll give a call. All right. Thanks, Bushy. All right. We'll see you guys. Okay. See you, Danny. Bye. All right. Yep. Bye, Dan. All right. So we got to go to one last break, and um, going to talk a little bit. Well, oh, there's a number of things we got to talk about, but there's some new new stuff out there too. Got to talk a little bit about that. Actually, one new lure. I started to mention it earlier with Rapalas, but I'll continue with that when we come back, all right? All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with John Lehman, Tommy the True Newbauer, and Greg on the boards. We'll be, uh, you know, we'll be right back. Yes, it is. It's the final countdown here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. You know, I got to mention real quick, when we do that football picking contest starting next week, Curly's Waterfront Pub is sponsoring it, and we thank them for it. But during the Packer games, they got all kinds of drink specials, but every Packer touchdown, you get a free Jello shot. I wonder if it's your sh- choice, or they just probably have them all pre-made, eh? Greg, you know more about that. Yeah, they have them pre-made. Yeah, and then they got raffle giveaways. Yeah. How are they going to make a Jello shot a, in hey, front of you? I don't know. What do I know about that stuff? Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> they give a okay. They give a raffle ticket away for every drink purchase. And then when they do the raffle giveaways, the more drinks you have, the more tickets you have. I hope there's a lot of taxis and Ubers sitting out there. <laughs> <laughs> they also have free drinks, like free Jello shots for every touchdowns. They got gift certificates. They got T-shirts. You can win T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, Packers jerseys, sports memorabilia. All during the Packer game, you get all this free stuff. Not only that, they got like about... 2,000 TVs in there. No, I don't know how many. They got a whole bunch of TVs, so matter no matter where you're sitting at Curly's Waterfront Pub, you buy it, you can see a TV. They're all yes. over the place. And, of course, everyone is tuned to the Packer game. Yes. So, yeah, they got a lot of neat stuff going on uh, for the Packer games this season, and uh, you don't want to miss that. Now, over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, there's a board that shows all the different the muskies that were caught each day, you know, and or no, maybe not each day, but what what the sizes were and what they were caught on. You know, there's a board up there outside, but under on that same board on the bottom, they have uh, boat plugs not put in, and they got, there's like about twelve of those. They want you know when people launch boats there, which you can launch a boat there. And you just pay for pay for the parking and then the village fee for launching. And the thing is, is when they put in their boat, if there's a mishap, they, they've got one mishap is like not putting your boat plug in, not taking off your tie downs in the back, uh, unhooking your launching your boat without a rope attached for somebody to hold, and the boat goes floating out. I forget what they call that one, but there's a number of different things that people are doing that. You know, uh, you can't. And and I got to admit, I'm in that group. I've done that a few times where forgot to put the boat plug in. Well, see, the thing is, is I always leave the boat plug in because I get a bilge pump, right? Flip on the bilge pump if you think you got water in there. 
But there were a couple times Unless when it's October. Well, there's a couple of friends of mine that when when we take the boat out, they'll take the plug out because that's what they do on their boat. See, and I don't do it on mine, or I didn't on mine, or I don't do it on my sons. But they think they're Blame helping somebody else. Yeah, they think okay. they're helping you. So the next time you take the boat out. You're sitting there, and all of a sudden, water's coming up on your feet, and you're going, what the heck? So it's happened to me, you know. It's happened to a lot of our listeners, I'm sure. But uh, it's just kind of funny to see that. Now, uh, last month, there was something really funny, Greg. I told John about it earlier this week. A couple of guys, they had a runabout, and they put the boat up on the trailer, and as they were pulling the boat out, the trailer broke. And they had to drop the boat right on the pavement of part of the launch. Now, there's a big launching area, but they had to drop it on the side, right on the pavement. So there's this 17, 18-foot inboard runabout laying on the the, the – laying right there (laughs) on the concrete. On the launch. Yeah. On the launch launch. pad. It's laying there. And, and their trailer broke, and then the guy said, well, they told Gordy this. They said uh, Gordy's one of the fine technicians out at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. Said, uh, well, yeah, the trailer broke. we got to go get the trailer fixed. We'll come back for it. Well, they came back the next day. And I would love to have been there to see how did they get that boat back on the trailer. I mean, granted, you got a, a rope, you know, the, the winch rope thing, you know, the strap. But that ain't you can't winch it up. Well, you can, but you'll but, probably have your keel all oh, taken out by then. Well, I'm sure they had a lot of scratches, but they must have had guys. Uh, they must have had ten guys pushing that thing. I mean, really? I mean, you would need a lot of guys pushing that boat, yeah, to get it back up on a trailer while a guy in the front's cranking. I, I, I mean, it just had to be. It had to be hilarious. I wish I could have seen that, but we've seen a lot of weird things happen at boat launches. Opening weekend is probably one of the best times. To be at a boat launch watching. Fourth of July. Or four, oh, is that a good one? Fourth of July, watching people putting their boats in. Because <clears throat> Dad hasn't been able to get to the boat all day, because he's all day, all oh. year, because he's been too busy yeah. doing all these other things. So I'm going to take you guys out on the fourth of July. Just watch the fireworks, right? Out at Pewaukee. Yep. Yeah. We're going to get out. I'm going to get the boat all ready. <laughs> forgets to charge the battery, forgets to put the plug in, doesn't know where the plug is, can't find the keys, has no idea where the lock is to get the, the lock off of the, the boat if he's got to move the trailer because 4th of July there's so much parking, you've got to yeah. sometimes detach your trailer and leave your trailer one place and your car another, and nobody thinks ahead. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. I know one one time... There, oh, just well, this isn't so much about forgetting the plugs, which I said I've I've done that a couple of times, um, but one time I was up up in northern Wisconsin, and I, and I've I've said this story before, but for our new listeners, you know maybe they haven't heard it. Um, Greg, I don't think you've heard this one. I was up north. I was emceeing. Uh, I I was doing a seminar up there and emceeing a, a some kind of tournament, right, and. Uh, after everybody was gone, and this is before they uh, all the contestants came back in, there was a lady trying to back up a trailer with a truck, and it kept stalling out on her, okay? So I went over, and being a nice guy that I am, I said, ma'am, are you having a problem? 
can I help you in any way? And she says, yeah, my husband bought this new truck. It's got a stick shift on it. I got to turn my phone off. Somebody's calling me. He says, it's got a stick shift on it, she says, and it keeps dying on me. And I said, well, okay, let me help you. So I hopped in and I backed the trailer up just where it should be because the biggest problem most people have is they put their boat, their trailer in too far in the water. Then the back end just swings back and forth. So I put it back in where the roller, I forget if it was a roller or a bunk, but anyway, I back it up just where it should be. And I tell the guy, come on, drive it up. You know, I'm out of the truck now. I said, come on, drive it up. He's, no, no, you got to have it in further. You got to crank me up. I said, no, 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 just drive it up. You got a beautiful drive-on trailer. Come on. No, you got to, I know we're arguing back. Just drive it up. So a guy gets it up a little bit, and then, he's, and then I said, come on, punch it a little bit. Get it up here. So he gives it more gas, comes right up to the winch post. I hook it up. I say, okay, stay right there. And I pull him out. No problem. Easy peasy, right? Like we all do. <laughs> the wife, she starts looking at the guy and she's hollering at him. She says, you mean to tell me I've been pulling your fat rear end? I've been having to crank that thing up, you and that boat in there, all these years. And all you had to do is just drive it up? <laughs> the guy gives me a look like, thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> John, you got anything okay. to say? Yes, to all the listeners, thanks for listening. Uh, stay free. No, it's God bless. Stay God bless. <laughs> stay free. And God bless <laughs> you too, John. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, listen, for John Lehman, I'm Tommy the True Neubauer. We'll, see, we'll talk to you next week and looking forward to it. See ya. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.